This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Critters Attack. It's a sci-fi movie. There, there's no tagline. Piss off, you potato fucker. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Hot Atlanta. I'm all worked up and agitated. I don't like Chris. And I'm presence. back. Troy! And I'm and I'm interrupting Brett. I do need to be interrupted. I just yes. get so mad that Chris is here. Yeah, it's weird. I'm at my house. Who'd you thought you could find me here? here? Get out of here. You're always here. Always. <laughs> Every time I come over... <laughs> All I want to do is go to Chris's house and Wait, fucking peace. And here's you Chris. Over Chris's house every time. <laughs> every time. He had the to up his thing. game from the couch. What? Oh yeah, baby. jizz in the couch. Yeah, that, that old that old thing. That old chestnut. Uh, You're a chestnut. Yep. Dicks on dicks. Better? All that stuff. Is that better or worse than a pearl necklace? Oh, it's better because it's not on me. Chestnut? Yeah. Chris is more of a Cleveland steamer guy. Yeah, I'm a glass-bottom boat fella. <laughs> <laughs> Look that one up. I was going to go. Uh, I was going to escalate to a Cleveland steam roller, but no, you went right for the glass-bottom boat. I went right for the glass-bottom boat. I almost was a rusty trombone, but that felt played out. Yeah. Whatever feels right there, uh, pink sock... Why don't you get into that book and see what we're talking about? Oh, there's no book. Are you serious? Oh, well, the book is four lines. Direct the VOD sci-fi horror movie. There's not going to be a book. Well, shit. I was, not even a Wikipedia. I was happy to see it even had an IMDb page. <laughs> this might be the newest movie we ever watched. I think so, because it's, it's at most nine months old. The internet didn't recognize it as a movie. And this, who, who said this? Uh, Christian LeBlanc. 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 You gotta say it right, be respectful. I thought it was LeBlanc. <laughs> Lee Blank. <laughs> Christian the White. Christian LeBlanc? Yeah. Not to be confused with the uh, soap actor of the same name, apparently. Yeah. I mean, you can't be confusing them if they're both the same person. Oh, LB! Right? What? No. CLB? Like an LB! What? Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Smell infected? Yes. <laughs> Get that looked at. You just looked at it. I did. Why would I do it again? I ain't stupid. Did he smell it with his eyes? A little bit. That's where I put it. Yeah. That's where my olfactory receptors are. So never mind what I'm wagging in Chris's face. Go ahead. Don't read your book. <laughs> so, uh, Whatever critters, you do, Chris, don't read the book. So, Critters. Quit reading! Attack. Starts Wait. off. With. Isn't it Critters Attack? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. It is Critters Attack! 
Oh my god. Hey, I didn't. Did you just have six heart attacks? I did. I've never seen you show that much emotion about <laughs> yeah. anything. It, you gotta have an even number because then it that cancels it about out. The birth of your child. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard you be that loud before. <laughs> That's not true. That's pretty close. <laughs> I haven't heard you make a noise that loud in 20 years. That might be true. That, that's true. I'll give myself that one. <laughs> that was scary. <laughs> he lit a fire under him, Troy. <laughs> he's going to have to sleep for like four days after this. <laughs> he's just going to call off work and be like, listen, guys, I really wore myself out the split second yesterday. I don't want to talk about it. I burnt I'll all my calories for the next three days. There's something, man, I'm out. What'd you do? I raised my voice. Yeah. <laughs> I raised my voice briefly. I have to sleep this shit off for a fortnight. Yeah, I gotta Bye. I gotta get a saline drip. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go check into rehab or something. Get on with your book. You don't have one. Get the guy some get him some Pedialyte now, Brett, just to make things easier for him later. Nope. Go drink sand, bitch. Come on, tell us about the movie. Oh, okay. Well, are you or aren't you? Yes. Wait, no, which one? <laughs> so, the movie starts off... Oh, I guess he's not. With, uh, there's a kid. And he sees, uh, what he assumes are alien spacecraft. It's a UFO. Yeah. Well, he's looking through his telescope and somehow could apparently had it pointed at just the right spot when they whizzed by. Yeah. <laughs> just whizzed. as long as that second it took for Chris to deplete all of his energy yeah. for the next several weeks. <laughs> I'm spent. I'm a, this is just a recording now. <laughs> Not even Chris anymore. That's I just what we keep, do is we pre-record all of our podcasting recordings. I just keep yeah. pausing the tape player. Yeah, this is an AI, an elaborate <laughs> AI soundboard that we have set up. <laughs> yeah, it's great because like it watches it, we feed the movie into it, and then it generates a podcast from that based on a bunch of criteria that it's developed. And since he ain't here, he's just one of them dumbass computer guys. He made one of them floppy disks or whatever to make him jabber the right words. I don't know. Now, come on, Bleep Bloop. Start with the movie. I'm going to put you back I in the scrap start. pile. Well, start it again! What is he, Chris Battle Angel? Yes. Chris Angel. That movie's Mind big. stink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Mind stink. Good. Got any more sick jokes circa 2003 you want to pull out? Or? Uh, Wayne's Brothers had a show or something, I think. Yeah, okay, probably. Is that right? Yeah. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. Oh, on my vacation, I did watch both Grumpy Old Men movies, Top Gun, and Beverly Hills Cop. So, very contemporary movies. Chris is the Grumpy Old Men, both of them. Yeah. I'm a real... Quit looking at me all hungry-eyed and tell us about the movie. He's both a moron and a putz. Yep. Moron. Come on. A mutz. That's nope. stupid what you said. Uh, Tell fair. us about the movie. <laughs> a poron is a, is much more intelligent portmanteau. Thank you. So anyway, UFOs, I guess. You look mad. 
No, it's just groupy from all the yeah. exertion. I'm, I'm just real tired. Just so very tired. I need a defibrillator. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, UFOs... Just to stay clear. They, uh... Yeah. We see the, uh... The, the female protagonist. Drea? Babysitter. Yeah. She, uh... Tears down her pennant for local college. Leroy <laughs> University. Because <laughs> that yeah, just sounds Leroy, but you know it's really no. Leroy. It's Leroy. It's more prestigious that way. Leroy University. Leroy. Yeah. Say it like that. I will not. I know. You're fucking boring. No, I can't raise my voice that much anymore. I... <laughs> yeah, he's he's spent. I'm going to fast-forward the tape player. I'm going to gas it out over here. <laughs> I can smell it. Now get back to telling us about the movie. I can't say book this time, so... So, uh... Local... Hold up. Someone's calling me. Hold on. No, go ahead. Keep going. Okay. Power through it! Uh, power through. Activate. So, uh... Anyway... So she's mad at Penance, turns out. Yeah. She doesn't like triangularly shaped objects. Yeah, she's real angry about them. And uh, the spaceships crash because there's two of them. Turns out, and uh, one spaceship is full of critters. Obviously, your spaceship's full of critters. Oh, and the guy riding his bike to deliver famous sushi. Yeah, you know. Which I didn't see the eye at first. I was like, "What the fuck is famous sush?" <laughs> Delicious like, and affordable is what it is. What is it? Who knows? Is it food? Get out of here! I don't mind mm, the taste. Sush. It's the it's made from the stuff. And uh, stuff sandwiches. He sushi man gets ate by the critter, the head critter. You can tell he's the head critter because he's got a fucked up eye. He's got the infection. Yeah, it looked like he got burnt or something. And his face melted eye. a little bit. Licking his own farts. And they demonstrate that uh, when a critter eats your guts, it lays critter eggs inside of you, and then they hatch out seconds later into fully formed uh, adult critters. So that's handy, I guess. But while they're in there, they're called gutty worms. Yeah. Working their way through the gutty works. <laughs> well, well played. Fuck you! Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> We're <laughs> too tired to stop you today, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> so very tired. I have to work his chest like an accordion so he breathes and doesn't die. His brain doesn't have the energy to tell his lungs to function anymore. <laughs> yeah. I just gotta shake him around just right to make the sounds come out of him when he talks. Yeah, you know, like a baby. <laughs> uh... uh. That's top five Chris jokes right there. <laughs> I would say I'm not going to oh, fuck great. with you anymore for the rest of the podcast, but your shaker baby joke is pretty good. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that's top five somehow. I'm really bad at this, I guess. That's my fault. I guess. No, you're good at narratives. <laughs> Sorry, jokes, you know. Uh, what I do. Yeah, they're hilarious normally. Now get back to your storybook. So, um... Anyway, they ate the sushi man, and now there's more critters. So, that happens. 
title screen. I wasn't sure if it happened because you fucking said it. I'm glad that you said explicitly that it happened after you told us that it happened. Thank you for clearing up what the word fucking happened means. And a problem. I did it for you. Damn. Everything he does, he does it for you. Weird. I've asked him he's the Brian. He's the Brian Adams of the podcast. He burns his name in my yard. I don't like it. Well, how else would you remember? I've told you that I don't like it. Yeah, but I thought you were just <laughs> being coy. I was just flirting. I thought you were being one of those fish. <laughs> yes. One of those what? real big goldfish. A coy. Pain. Okay. <laughs> wow, I... I I'm, I see, guys, I'm rusty. See, that's, a, that's, a, that's a bottom seven joke. So get back to your storytelling. <laughs> well, it was a pun, so that's on me. Bottom seven. Uh, so anyway, it's the next day. And uh, Drunkle <laughs> shows up. Sheriff Drunkle. Sheriff Drunkle. Because uh, it turns out that uh, protagonist's mom died. So now they live with Drunkle Sheriff. And Drunkle Sheriff uh, shows up and starts drinking, like you do. He gets his behind-the-refrigerator whiskey. Yeah, it, you keep it there because it keeps a, a nice, even temperature. Yep. You want to keep Too it fucking right hot to drink. <laughs> 80 degrees. I yo. do love a hot whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Not hot, it's just like really, a, really warm. It's like a hot toddy without all the toddy. Wintertime, you keep it behind the radiator, you know what I mean? Yeah, radiator. Cause I live in a 1940s tenement house. <laughs> this is like a snake. <laughs> so anyway, Drunkle shows up. Uh, I don't know. Jaden Smith is the protagonist now because I can't think of anything else to call him. Oh, the the younger one. Yeah. The 15 year old, 17 year old, 22 year old. Yeah, he's a. 22-year-old playing a 12-year-old somehow. <laughs> really? I didn't think he was that old. But didn't look, I think he looked that old. But. He don't look 12. Yeah, I was going to say, he looks older than 12. No. I thought he was like 16, yeah, he looked, 17, Yeah, probably. he's like 16, 17, probably. Usually yeah. when we watch movies, the teenagers are in their mid-fucking 40s. Shane <laughs> yeah. and Doherty still playing teenagers. So uh, he says, hey, Drunkle, I saw aliens. And Drunkle's like, hey, man, I'm drunk. Not stupid. I don't think you saw no aliens. Ha ha, idiot. And he wanders off. And he took his belt off. And his sister is heading off to go work at Famous Sushi. And he uh, he asks her how college is going. And turns out she got declined from Leroy University. Turns out she's not in it yet, nor will she be. And I don't know. In the spirit of Christian, we should call it Leroy University. Leroy! That's good, you did it. Got it in one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professional. And she's like, yeah, I didn't need that dumb school anyway. And and he, uh, you know, he says nice, uh, reassuring things. Like, like, yeah, I'm a sheriff. I'm plastered all the time. I didn't go to no school. Yeah, I didn't go to no school. Look where I got. <laughs> I'm day drinking and I have a gun. So, you know, <laughs> living proof. Yeah. Shut up. Uh, Fuck you. But they make sure you know that it's a nice touching sequence, though, by completely changing the music to, like, 
like after school special like this is a very special moment <laughs> music. Yeah, it's definitely like family ties three dot wave. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, he says some nice things about how her mom was smart and she's smart and it's not just about being good at a thing. It's all about who you know these days, what with the internet and all. Lots of smelly hiccups. And uh, she's like, yeah, cool, bro. I'm going to go to sushi job. Get on with your drunk step ass. I got to work. Step away from the vehicle. Yeah. So oh, she, uh, cop jokes. She uh, heads to sushi restaurant where she meets up with OutdoorDougie.com. Because that's what you call a YouTube channel. Yeah, check out his YouTube at OutdoorDougie.com. Yep. <laughs> but he has stress balls now, guys. We don't have stress balls. That's true. We haven't hit the big time yet, apparently. When I get nervous, I just bite Chris. Yeah, it's awkward when I'm at work. <laughs> Even more awkward when he's asleep or going to the bathroom. But, you know, when the urge strikes... I guess so. So, uh, she's hanging out at Sushi Place, and, uh, the proprietor is like, hey, man, have you seen my nephew or something? I don't remember. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah. Who is the guy who got eight? Have you seen my Kevin? And she's like, nah, it's classic Kevin, man, not showing up for work or whatever. My son is also named Bort. So she has to take a uh, sushi delivery to Leroy. Last fucking time, Leroy. <laughs> and uh, <sighs> and she meets up with the uh, security guard who apparently has uh, taken a liking to her. Sean keeps giving her uh, got the halt for sick mixtapes of his bagpipe music. And he offered her a personal tour of the campus. Oh. And since he has the keys to every building in the in there, he they can go anywhere they want. They can go to any room. Yeah, so she's like, yeah, that sounds fun and all, but I'm going to uh, not do that. And uh, she takes the sushi. Hold Me on. We didn't, he, he asked if she'd listen to his mixtape. And she's like, oh, yeah, this tape here, not listen to it. Let me just throw it in. And it is some hideous fucking bagpipe music. Like, I kind of enjoy some bagpipe music, you know? Like, I can at least understand why it's enjoyable. But holy crap, was this not enjoyable. It was just really bad. Yeah. I mean, worse than bagpipe music generally is. Yeah, it was like, I tried to make good bagpipe music, but I made bad bagpipe music instead. In it fact, all I sounds like play a big vacuum to me. And then she's like, well, here, let me play it for you live. And, like, reaches into, like, the security hut and pulls out his bagpipes. You never know when you might need them. Yeah. I mean, are they, like, the fighting Scottish or something at Loire University or what? Uh-huh. So uh, she meets up with Jock. He probably had a name, but I can't be asked to remember it. He sounds like, like he's Reginald from country or something. Of origin. He and looks it, like he should be named Reginald and have a wife named Buffy. Yeah, I was surprised he didn't have a cardigan wrapped around his uh, shoulders. Yeah. On his way to he tennis. didn't go full Jason Alexander on that one. No. And uh, 
turns out that the sushi place only accepts cash for deliveries. So they have to go into this the I don't know room this building like the student union. Yeah. And uh this hole. We meet up with what what was her name? Mandy? No, female protagonist. Drea. Dr. Drea. Yeah. Drea meets up with her old friend Mandy and apparently they had the classic schoolgirl desire to go to the same college together. Maybe I guess that's a thing. I don't know. I was not a classic schoolgirl. You don't remember when we were classic schoolgirls and dreamed of going to the same college? He was more of a baroque schoolgirl. Yeah, it wasn't classic. Yeah. Good bit. You're a girl. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, there's worse things to be, like Chris. It's true. That would be a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, that really sucks. (laughs) Sounds terrible. I wouldn't wish that upon Chris, even. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh I see what you did there. Look at you. Oh. <laughs> Go sleep it off. So, uh, Mandy gives her the inside track on a job for uh, a professor. But Lowell turns out it's for babysitting and not for, like, a, a school position or whatever. So she, uh... Gets real mad because she thought she was getting hooked up, but she was just getting some babysitting gig. So she goes home and watches a 30-second YouTube video about babysitting to prepare. Yeah, Babysitting 101 was the name of the video. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Don't let him die. Hit that like button. I watched a baby get bored in a tub. I'm ready to watch some kids. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing is, like when you have a child, you watch they, the they make video you take it, all you need. They they give it to you to take home and keep alive with absolutely no instructions, and then they throw you in jail if you don't keep it alive. And when you ask for the instructions, they look so angry and confused. Yeah, but it's broken. You see, you definitely don't ask them where the batteries go. It doesn't talk. I, it, it literally just shit on itself. Okay. <laughs> I think I think you gave me a bad one, guys. Like, there's only one spot to put the batteries. <laughs> oh, cool. Right behind the eyes. No, I made a shake a baby joke earlier, and now you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> so that's kudos to you, I guess. Yep. <laughs> I said you put them behind their eyes. Ew, what were you thinking, nasty? Nose. Yeah, duh. That's pretty foul. Monster. Holds two triple A's that way. Yeah, or a whole lot of those uh, like little watch batteries. You can really, <laughs> yeah. you really pack them or into just, the nasal cavities. Or just one nine volt plugs <laughs> into each, you know, one terminal goes in each nostril. I like to use those big uh, rectangular batteries they had back in the '90s for the big campground the, flashlights. Oh, the six volts. Yeah, the ones that are just four little unusable double A's. That might be like the fifth time you brought that up, just for the record. I really like those big batteries. <laughs> I'm just saying. He likes big batteries that cannot lie. So yeah, I mean, if you guys want to send us something, send us one of those big batteries. Yeah, cool. <laughs> send it to the mailing address we've never provided. Oh, I've provided <laughs> it. You just don't know about it. He does it subliminally. 
Well, if by behind Chris's back, then yes. So, uh, anyway. Drea goes to get her brother to go to the babysitting gig. Because that's a thing you do. Uh, the brother wants what? to go because his, his hot little crush from the school is going to be there, and he wants to go be an awkward 25-year-old, 12-year-old. Well, yeah, and that doesn't seem weird until when he says he's 12 an hour later into the movie. <laughs> so at first you're like, oh, okay, this is a teenager. He's he's crushing on some girl. But then at one point he's like, I'm 12. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Hold up. <laughs> but anyway. This movie would have been better if you never stated your age, kid. Oh, I glossed over it. Oh, wait. Go figure. I was trying to help you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I glossed so over her. But anyway, cats. Yeah. So it turns out that uh, Dee Williams, who would have been the mother in the first Dee Critters Wallace. movie, whatever. Dee, Dee Wallace. The mom from the first Critters movie. Also she, the star of The Howling. She uh, apparently has taken up the job of intergalactic bounty hunter and has a secret bounty hunting lair in her house and she sees that the critters have landed and so uh, she's on the case just keep that in yeah. mind but it's fun though because they, they start out and you're like there's like this they cut and there's like showing cats roaming around this house one's crawling on it's climbing on the piano making noise and then Lady is pouring herself some tea, and then she carries it over to the little reading nook, and then she she grabs her book off the shelf and pulls it, and then the shelf opens up, and there's, like, computer shit behind it, and the music goes all, like, 80s synth spy. It's so good. Yeah. So she's, uh, she's aware of the issue and is on the case. Meanwhile, back at... The Hall of Justice. And back at A-plot, the uh, team uh, sibling is at the scene to do some hardcore babysitting. Uh, the mom's like, oh, good, you're here. Uh, my son doesn't talk. My he daughter's... He communicates through text. My daughter's too smart. Bye! <laughs> and, um... There's some awkwardness at first with some some swings and misses. Uh, Drea tries to open with a joke, you know, a solid move. Doesn't pan out. Doesn't work. Nice sushi joke. Yeah. Uh, Who doesn't like a sushi joke? Anyone. Horror movies are too violent, turns out, so movie night's out of the question. Because no other kind of movies exist. Wait, there's other movies besides horror movies? Why the fuck do we pigeonhole ourselves like that then? Because they're the goodest, they're the most violent. Oh, Christ. There's so many more movies to watch then. I don't know if we have, we might start doing like four movies a week, guys, just to catch up. I've seen what happened to the hot doggies. I ain't, I ain't going down that road. <laughs> they're burnt up. So uh, that doesn't work. So she, Drea goes with the classic act like the kid who doesn't talk through anything but text sent you a text message saying you should go to the park and have a picnic gambit 
you know, that one thing everybody's done. That one time in that <laughs> one instance. Because he can't deny it. That was like, I thought it was actually really clever because she's like, well, he can't say he didn't say that, so why not? So they uh, they head to the park, which in reality is the woods. And, it, and like the little girl is like, holy crap, look at all these plants. And you're like, it's a park. Why wouldn't you expect to see a bunch of plants at a park? I thought you were the smart one. <laughs> yeah, she even sees a specific plant and is like, oh, that can't be, this can't be happening. This isn't real life. But I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Cloudberries. Yeah. Cloudberries. Like, like there's just a group of people putting fake plants in the woods. What the fuck is wrong with you, kid? <laughs> They've never been out of the I house. I want to do that now, though. That'd be a fun like like Dada thing to Dada's thing to do is just like put like weird random fake plants in a forest for people to find randomly. That does sound kind of fun actually. Like kind of fun <laughs> that you can just laugh to yourself about. Yeah. I wonder if anybody saw that fake plant. Yeah. That was worth twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, fake plants are fucking expensive. Yeah. Which is weird because they're fake. You're just made of, like, plastic and fabric if they want to charge you, like, 20 bucks for, like, a small spray. It's weird. So, uh... Fuckers. Yeah. So they're they're in the woods, and they come across uh, a critter, but it's different looking than any other critter that's ever crittered. Looks more cuddly. It's white. Yeah, it's white, and oh. it, 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 uh... It, it looks uh, adorable. Eyelash. Yeah. And so, of course, the smartest kid who has ever lived, instant, you know, picks it up. gut move, when she sees this crazy-looking animal. It looks like Funzo from The Simpsons. It does. Is to go, you know, hang out with it and rub on it and put her face right by its jagged teeth. And, uh, they're like, oh, it's it's so cute, Chris, it's so cute. And it, it looks like it's hurt. And his bleeding green blood, which should be kind of a red flag, but whatever. I always put my face near the mouths of strange injured animals. Especially ones that look like basketballs and they're green-blooded. <laughs> That's why I'm getting my face bit so much. <laughs> so they, uh... It says Bidem's a strange-looking animal? I mean, yeah. Yes, but that's unrelated. Yeah, he... Okay. <laughs> So uh, they do what anybody would do when confronted with an injured, strange animal in the wild, and they shove it in a bag. (laughs) Bag barely wide enough to hold it. Yeah, it's kind of like half hanging out of the bag. Looks uncomfortable. It is equal parts stupid and the best thing. Which should be the tagline for this movie. It's totally obvious that they just did that because they didn't want to have to, like build a body for the rest of it, but they wanted to show that it was in the bag. They just have like part of the top of it sticking out. So that you're like, Oh, it's in the bag, but we don't have to do much work on this one. And, uh, they take it to the ranger station. Oh yeah. There's oh, we a, forgot about the range. You glossed over the rangers, Chris. Oh yeah. There's a C plot where a ranger gets poop in his eyes and then gets eaten when he takes a shower. Thanks. Yeah. Cause Ranger Bob is literally too dumb to live. Yeah. And he gets ate by a critter, and then the other rangers that said he smelled like poo got ate by critters. There we go. We're caught up. And 
And then one of the critters ate the soap. Yeah. Hilarious, they all said. It's cool. Yeah, so they get the ranger station. And uh, they don't get anybody at the ranger station because, you know, the critters are eating everyone. So they decide to take it back home so they can give it some first aid. They uh, they give it a name. The Lord knows Bianca. I don't remember what it was. Bianca. Bianca. And uh, turns out one of the critters busted into uh, the car and kind of rolled in with them. Yeah, oh, except yeah. for... The Traveling Glory Hole car? Yeah. <laughs> except for the hole has the metal, like poking it basically it's folded back from the inside not the outside they really wanted in that trunk well i'm glad i wasn't the only one who had that pedantic complaint <laughs> i was like no those are going the wrong direction for that to have gone in through that hole i can only come out through that hole yeah i i said one out of ten critters attacks get your yeah. shit together don't you know how physics works so uh old Jaden forgets his phone in the car and goes to get his phone because they want to take a picture with Bianca to commemorate that time they got some exotic disease from a random strange alien creature. You know, for their insta-snap. They make a sick snapgram. They give it, like, the dog filter so it's got a tongue hanging out. It's adorable. <laughs> but he sees the uh, glory hole in the car and, uh, Notices there's red eyes in there, and is super glad he didn't put his dick in it yet. 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 Just weird red he, eyes aren't a reason a teenage, to not. He's a teenage boy. He's going to stick his dick in it. I mean, well, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Didn't even think about it. And he heads into the house, and he's like, hey, guys, I don't want to be that guy who says he saw a weird monster in the glory hole car, but I totally saw a weird monster in the glory hole car. And they're like, what are the odds that there's more than one weird monster creature running around here that we have? And then, uh, turns out, uh, pretty good. Because it bites old, uh, mute kid. And that's... leg. Yeah. It turns out that's all he needed to stop being a kid who only communicates through text messages was getting bit by an alien in the leg. Well, and also the alien, the critters were like rolling down the hill and they see a, t- a phone repair guy at some point and they take him down. And one of them gnaws on the cables and like shorts out the whole phone system. So he can't even text. He can't even. Text. Text. So uh, now he's bit. So they're going to take him to the hospital, but the critters ate the car pieces what makes it go so they have to walk Chris is one of the <laughs> car guys you see yeah. welcome that's, to car talk yeah that's a technical term did you check that one part the makes, going parts it, it's the thing it hooks to the whatcha thingy it's got them wires on it you know for it it smells vaguely of car <laughs> so they uh Decide, since they can't drive to the hospital, they're going to go walk to Drunkle Sheriff's office, where he's enjoying a well-deserved break full of brown liquor. And no one else is in the station. 
Yeah. So they show up, and this is one of several scenes where a crisis could be averted if only they remembered they have an alien in a backpack. I mean, I've averted so many crises, crises that way by having an alien in my backpack. So uh, they try to explain to Drunkle that, you know, the critter bit old uh, No Talk in the leg. And Drunkle's like, aliens, whatever. You guys are maniacs. That's not a real thing. You're crazy. I'm drunk. Get out of here. And everybody's like, man, he doesn't believe us. If only there was a way to prove the alien creatures were here. Like if we had one in a bag with or us. Or a picture of one on a phone, Chris. If only there was a way. But, uh, but we have a picture of one on a phone. A blurry picture in the dark that you can barely see anything. You know, a classic cryptozoology move. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Drunkle do, Chris? Drunkle's like, well, fuck you guys. They all leave. So Drunkle's like, well. He's like, give me that phone. Now let me see. And then he takes the phone, just turns it off and sticks it in his pocket. Yeah. So they leave and Drunkle's like, well, I guess I can go check it out. And he goes to check it out. Uh, He's glory hole car. Takes a picture of uh, their dead mother and takes it with them. You know, a reasonable thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the titular critters attack him. He tries to uh, call for backup, but... Did you say the critters attack? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I literally just said that. And he, but he put titular in front of him, Brett, which makes it okay. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. So, uh, the head critter bites out the radio wires that run underneath the car, like you do. Yep. But then he hits the siren and it turns out that the loud noises uh they make him vibrate real hard and then explode into a bunch of green stuff. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. Cuz I was like, oh, oh, and they also they throw the bagpipes tape out the window in the park and one of the one of the critters was chewing on. I was like, oh man, now I bet they're going to use the bagpipes to kill these fuckers because they're like it makes this high-pitched loud noise that they need to kill them. Yeah. More on that later. So, uh, he hits the siren, blows one of them up. They managed to disable the siren through the same exact three wires that apparently also run the radio. That's how everything connects to the battery to those three wires, Chris. Come on. One's like, the ground, one's the positive, one's the negative. There's only a ground in a car. <laughs> Yeah, I actually do that. Negative terminals on the battery, Chris. Come on. Negative's ground. The, the ground is the ground, stupid. Don't tell me what I don't know. Just saying, negative's, negative's ground. Same thing. You're a negative ground. <laughs> it isn't a car. It's a DC system. You're going to get thumped upside the head <laughs> is what it is. Okay, that's fair. I mean, if only if it was an AC-DC system, then we'd have more fun. Yeah. A dumpster fire. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> there would definitely be some dirty deeds going on at that Thunder point. Cheap. Yeah, but this, what this movie doesn't have is any balls, which is sad. Yeah, dynamite. Good, you you got in there. I'm impressed. I thought you'd just be like, you made a reference to a thing. I'm gonna flick you in the headphones. <laughs> so, right in the uh, headphones, right in the headphones. So anyway, team uh, team 
babysitter heads to the only other person in the movie who's still around, which is the uh, sushi proprietor. And they're like, hey, man, look, here's the deal. Aliens and stuff. And he's like, no. And they're like, no, it's in this bag. And I'm like, yeah, if only you did that earlier with the guy with the guns. That... And he's like, Mogwai? Yeah. I'm and, pretty uh, sure in his string of words, he did put Mogwai in there, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. And so he, they're, uh, the, the critters then ascend to the uh, strip mall that they're in. They cough up his nephew's shoe, so now he has to get a vengeance. He gets his sharpest blades. Yeah. Just really, by the way, Chris, Lionheart is another good 80s or 90s Van Damme movie. Ah, fair enough. I could. Because you guys were. I I was just like yelling at my. I was yelling at my phone, listening to it on the airplane. I was like, Lionheart! And everyone's like, Please, sir, can you keep it down? (laughs) I'm trying to sleep. This is a red eye. Yeah. Sorry. Just that made me think of Lionheart. And uh but before that happens, old uh what's her head? Drea? Yeah. She sees he has uh, a hard time with that one, old man Chris. I know. He, he has a hard time with the actual character names for characters in the movie, but I can't think of it, another nickname for yeah, her. Yeah, if we so. called her Clip Clop, he'd know that every time, but since we're using a name that's... <laughs> an actual human name. So um, I mean, She does kind of look a little bit like Ashanti, so maybe you could use that, but uh, let's just stick with Drea. Clip Clop. So a uh, drunk old crashes his police truck in front of the place, and Drea heads out to go check on him. He got a uh, critter spiked. Wheeled. Sure. And then there's the touching scene where he's like, I drank too much to go look for you. That's why your mom died in a car crash. My bad. Hi. Yeah, I'm going to die it's now. It's not your fault. It's my fault. And oh, by the way, loud high-pitched noises killed him. Yeah. And his job's done, so he's dead. Yep, he died pretty fast. He has completed his plot function. And uh, the proprietor heads out and he starts hacking up these dudes with the sushi knives. Yep. Because he's got the best blades in the business. Yeah. Calls them rat, rat. bastards, which for some reason was hilarious to me. That one's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, was an Asian guy calling them rat bastards. <laughs> so they, uh, they all hop in the sushi wagon. And they uh, they take off because the only course of action now is to get to the professor mom's sat phone to call for backup. Yep. And all this time, D. Wallace is kind of going around shooting critters with her big fuck off gun. Her gun's got a loudener. <laughs> yes. And uh, so they they head to La Raw. Fucking Leroy. And, uh... They What's stopped. the university's middle name, though, Brett? Jenkins. There we go. And they, uh, they're looking for uh, the guard guy, you know, bagpipes. Sean. Because he's got all those sweet, sweet keys they need. You know, Sean of the Moors. Yeah. But they can't find him. But then they hear, uh... The, uh... Erotic actual sounds good, of bagpipes. Actual good bagpipe music. And she's like, oh, he's gotten better. Yeah. So they follow the bagpipes, 
but it turns out that it's just a critter. He's gotten deader. Yeah. And the critter is chewing on the bagpipes. And it turns out bagpipes don't actually bother him all that much. Yep. No. I was like, fuck. Uh, I thought it was going to be great that they were going to have, like, the combat bagpipist <laughs> running around, like, blowing them up. <laughs> Check all his bagpipes. I was hoping yep. the critter was, like, biting on his lung, you know, and putting the air into it, but he was just biting the bagpipe. It wasn't the same. No. So they, uh, they hadn't... Oh, good. Another awkward silence. That's good. Yeah, well, I was just thinking about the critter headbutting the headbutting the guy in the diaphragm to make him blow the bagpipes. That's what I was thinking about. That's a good bit. Yeah. So they head inside the school where they meet up with Mandy and Jock. And they're like, hey, like, uh, don't want to sound like a bunch of weirdos, but, uh, you know, there's a bunch of alien monsters eating people and whatnot. They're like, no. I'm not, I'm not saying it's aliens. But it's aliens. Yeah. I ain't saying it ain't, but I ain't saying it ain't. And Mandy is having none of it. She thinks this is all just some weird revenge prank for the babysitting job. Which storms off. Yeah. And old jock guy, sensing it's a good opportunity to get shirtless, (laughs) says that he'll go look for the keys. He can run real fast. Yeah. He sounds like a goddamn nine-year-old in a new pair of shoes. Like, what's the fast my new shoes can make me run, guys? Check this out. <laughs> but, okay, now, but so the getting shirtless thing, like, I was watching another show and there were like these four, like these like five jocks standing around, and four of them, all the white guys, were just like shirtless for no reason that I could determine, other than the fact that they didn't want to wear shirts. And I was like. Is that a? And then now we had this where like dudes like took his shirt off his meat. He's gonna go run. He's like, I'm gonna take my shirt off. I'm like, is is that a thing that I'm just not aware of? in white jock culture is the inability to wear a shirt. They're so constricting. You I got, guess you gotta let them pythons out. You know what I'm saying? I guess I was just like, why is this a thing? Yeah, I have no idea. Why? Why is like why? Why is the world so bad sometimes? Why can't jocks just keep their shirts on? Because of Chris. That's why the world is bad. Well, if he had more energy to yell at the jocks to put their shirts on, we might have a better world. But he's all yelled out for the next couple of decades, so. Yeah. Yeah. You're lucky I'm still awake right now. You're not. I'm working you like a puppet. It's gross. Just headbutting you in the diaphragm to make you talk. Yeah, something like that. So, uh, Jock guy, he goes and tries to get the keys, but, uh, he runs into a little problem. And by little, I mean a giant ball of critters that is rolling around, (laughs) which is fucking amazing. (laughs) It was hilarious. I was like, oh, I think it was like Raiders of the Lost Ark. I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. And it just, I guess, crushes him. I don't know what the end result is, but... Well, I think it crushes him, and then they just start eating. I think some of them just kind of peel off and eat him while he's on the floor ground. <laughs> so uh, that plan didn't work. So they head up to try to bust into the professor's office after arousing nobody else is going to die. But what I mean is none of us here are going to die. Several yeah. people are actually going to die before this is over. <clears throat> 
Yeah, if no one's going to take care of us, we're going to take care of ourselves. Yeah, it's our time yeah. down here. So they uh they bust into the the office because the, there's a keypad and the code is the 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 daughter's six, birthday. Six, four twenty. Yeah, it's six. No, it's, it's like, four two zero oh, six nine. No, Perfect. it's like zero 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 zero. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think she had a real birthday on that number pad. And uh, turns out there are critters in there already. So they make a break for it. Uh, old uh, mute kid is like, hey, we should drop off uh, Bianca because it looks like Bianca wants to. Bianca came here to do two things kick ass and chew bubblegum. And she is all out of bubblegum. All out of yeah. ass. And they're like, wow, you have a deep voice for a nine year old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny. Yeah, and I mean it's fair because everybody yeah. is exactly like seven years older than they pretend to be. <laughs> so they uh they drop off Bianca and they uh they run off. They meet up with Mandy, who at this point has seen a bunch of critters eating a dude in a bathroom, I think. Yeah. And she's like, Hey, sorry earlier where I was all like nah. So now we're all cool. Let's get out of here. Hop Let's in my on this golf cart. Golf cart. Going. We will be able to go moderately faster than running. They said get in, but I feel like on a golf cart it's more appropriate to say get on. Yeah, because it's open. On the sides. Like Chris. It's like it's like the sandwich of cars. It still doesn't got a top and a bottom. There's no sides. Chris is the sandwich of cars. Cool. So, uh... <laughs> They decide that instead of running, they're going to stop at the groundskeeper's shed by the football field and arm up. Yeah, they go full, like, Evil Dead 2. Except, well, not full Evil Dead 2, more Evil Dead 1. More Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead works, too. Got red on your shirt. Thank you for noticing. I've been waiting all night for you to say that. You've got reddit on your shirt? Yeah, the entirety of it. It's very small. Wow. Very small yeah. print. Big shirt. Chris is like, Chris is like, check what's on the front page today, bitches. I have to buy a new shirt every 15th of a second. <laughs> this is a terrible plan. He works nine jobs. <laughs> That's why we do the podcast, so Chris can afford his Reddit shirts. Yep. Chris makes a lot of money off the podcast. We don't get shit. Nope. And all, there's no trickle-down economics happening here. We just get beat up for not showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Don't show up. Chris sends his guys. You come next week, probably. Goons. Hire goons. Imagine if you miss two weeks, Brett. Get beat up twice, I know. <laughs> so uh, they find an air horn, one of those can air horn dealies, and explode some of them, which is pretty funny. But then the and air horn. out of gas. Yep. So then we're treated to what I would say is the best part of the entire movie. Yep. Because every time they kick one of those critters and it just goes flying, I laugh my ass off because, of course, that's what would happen when you kick something the size of a basketball. It's just going to go flying. Like, there's no mass there. <laughs> yeah. It's, just, like the Chucky, it's the Chucky problem, only they just embraced it. Yeah. So they're 
hucking these things around. They're beating them with shovels and rakes and hammers and whatever the fuck they can get a hold of. And they're just like, it. it is just carnage. There's just a field of these things well, just laying around. And, and Muty is just like running around like just punting them. <laughs> I'm like, you don't have a weapon. You just kick the shit out of them, literally. Yeah. And meanwhile, old uh, Aunt D, as she likes to be called, shows up with her big gun. And she's like, hey, the queen's here somewhere. Take this gun. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pretty abrupt. Yeah, but they're all like, wait, what? What the fuck's going on? So they all uh, split to get in the car after they uh, square off with old uh, One-Eye. And uh, he tries to get him with the uh, the the quills. Yeah, he which, shoots. Like, he shoots uh, Jaden in the neck with a quill, and then Drea like does the diving body shield maneuver and catches one in the arm. Yeah, and then she's like, "Oh wait, no, this is actually not so bad. This is," <laughs> which is pretty funny. Yeah. With this. <laughs> and so she shakes him in the eye with his own quill, which is, I don't know, dramatic irony, I guess. Dramatic irony. Irony. The San Francisco treat. And they all, they all take off because they're going to notify state police of what's going on. And uh, meanwhile, Aunt D is, uh, is using her PKE meter. Yeah to hunt down the queen and she's getting ready to ice the queen but then the queen saves her from another critter and she's like oh you're alright oh well you, during the whole like montage where team babysitter is taking out all those critters on the football field the queen like pops her claws and like goes full wolverine on like the the critters that are coming after her in the professor's office which is pretty fucking cool yeah she just fucks them all up yeah, like, just slices and dices them. So, uh, turns out the queen's on our side, and Aunt D's like, cool, bye. Because huh. that is her primary role, is to show up for 42 seconds, say cool, bye, and run the fuck off again. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, meets up with the guys in the parking lot, because there's a ruckus. And she's like, uh, you and you, come with me, you guys, stay here. So she takes, uh, the siblings... And heads off. And there's like this deep like bass rumble like yeah. louder. He says, do you know how to use this thing? And she's like, uh, she's like, cool, hit the button. Now we're good. Yep. And the uh, critter ball comes rolling down the stairs. Yep. And then like, and uh, Drea's like, tells her brother to help her aim. Yeah. Which is like, what? What? <laughs> Not how anything Water works. Jinx. Ugh. And then uh, they give it the old three, two, one fire. They shoot him. It was a really long three, two, one. They get a uh, they get critter gunk all over him, and that's the end of the movie. It just fucking stops. Yep. No, no. Well, there was that bit though where they're right in the 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 kids are right in the back of the golf cart, and S- Smarty Pants Girl is like, "Does that hurt?" Like pointing to the quill in Jane's neck, and he's like, "No, nah, I don't really feel it." And then she pokes at it. It's like, does it hurt now? It's like, yeah, it hurts now. <laughs> well, that was, he just like, walks around the rest of the movie with a quill sticking out yeah. the side of his neck. <laughs> well, that was before that 
This movie doesn't I end; know, it just but... stops. Yeah, it just well, stops. The critters were done attacking. Yeah, yep. critters attacked. No exclamation point. They attacked an ED on it, and it was past tense, bitches. This thing's over. Critters attacked. Yeah. And that's critters attack. Did. So hot, Lana. What? What do you think of this? Well, at first I didn't really care for it. I thought it was just going to be some kind of, uh, you know, pressed out, made for DVD crap. And then it got going and it was really violent. Uh, the writing was good. It was pretty funny. The actors were clearly paid about $100 for their day's work. But they did pretty good for being a bunch of. 25-year-old tweens. Uh, it's pretty gory. There's a couple of good scenes there with the critters chewing on human leg bones. That was pretty fun. and You know, biting through people and gestating out of their chest cavities. That was pretty fun. Old Scar was pretty neat looking. Uh, you had that little rabbit basketball mogwai alien thing that lived in the backpack. That was pretty fun. All the little critter puppets were nice. Chris and I remarked on a the scene towards the end when they're lined up with their melee weapons and there's some guy off camera just rolling critters at these kids. It's just throw them. They take their swings at them. Yep. <laughs> I wanted a job being uh, one of the puppeteers for when they bite their corpses so I can just go like this on people all day. See? For like the what? podcast. Yeah, yeah it's Just like this. Fuck you, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> but in the Please. end, I liked it. Christian LeBlanc, sir, you nailed it. It was uh, it was terrible, but it was hilarious. So it was a good time. Want to have a bad movie night? I highly recommend Critters Attack. Just like this. And this. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Four Eyes. Tell us what you think. It was... It was fun. It was dumb, but it was fun. If if you go into this movie expecting anything else than, like, B-movie-level everything, then that's on you. <laughs> I, if you thought this was going to be the movie that revolutionized horror for the coming generations, then, I don't know, stop doing bath salts for a goddamn minute and realize you're watching a direct-to-VOD Critters movie. It's It's goofy, it's dumb, it, people do shit that doesn't make any sense, but goddamn, there's a ton of critters puppets, and they roll around, and they bite people, they're thrown from off screen. Yeah. They kick them? <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Every time... Like little soccer balls that they are. It reminds me of what my mom told me when I was a kid. Every time a Stop critter gets kicked... There. An angel gets its wings. No, that's what I tell them when we're doing the podcast. Every time what gets kicked, Chris? Every time a critter gets kicked, an angel gets its wings. <laughs> I thought it was every time you masturbate, Jesus kills a kitten. No, she also said that. But ah. <laughs> I think Chris everybody, really hates cats. <laughs> everybody's mom did. Oh, really? He really does. Yeah. I took three out this morning. <laughs> it is It is Sunday. So the cat bites the dust. But the the music in <laughs> it is, gone. is good. Gone. The synth stuff is strangely fitting. It it's low budget, 
it's goofy, but man, it's a good time. The closing credits music was just far enough away from the Stranger Things music. Yeah. yeah. I believe the name of the track was Strangely Items. <laughs> Odd Items. It's more peculiar wares. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, I mean, if you're looking for just a goofy movie that's goofy... They, and a movie. Yeah. There's way worse things you can do for 90 minutes. See 80% of the movies we've watched on this podcast. Yeah. I say give it a go. If you're like, yeah, those critters, they're all right. Thank you, Christian LeBlanc. It's everything I was hoping it would be. 90 minutes and goofy. Mr. Troy, your thoughts? I liked it. I remember watching the first Chris movie as a little kid with at my grandparents' house because they would just be like, here, let's just rent some movies so you could have something to do while we take naps in the middle of the day. <laughs> and uh, so that's what we did. I got Ghostbusters and Critters. I watched the hell out of both of those. I loved Critters. I thought it was great. And I haven't seen it in ages, but this movie, like, I don't know, it just had that sense of joy that I love in a movie like, yeah, it was a comedy. They were making fun of a few things here and there, but they were just having fun. Like, they said, like, just people off screen throwing critters puppets at people. The people would catch them and then, like, shake them around to make them move, like, while they're being, quote unquote, eaten. Like, I don't know. It's just, and it's all practical effects generally, except for there were a few, like, digitally replicated critters in one scene that I caught, like, when they were being attacked on the football field. But whatever. It was still fun. Um, I don't know, this movie's just fun. It made me feel like a little kid and giddy and happy, and I think people should watch it. So, merci, Christian. Next up, we're going to watch Mayhem, as recommended by Senor Verde. No, that's his dad. Oh, that's right, I forgot. Mr. Green. Yeah, Mr. Green. I know he's been waiting for this a while. It's been a while since we've done a Mr. Green movie, so it's good, good to put this one in. You. So, Hotlanta. What? What if what? other people what? would like to what? recommend what? 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 a movie? Why do you always bother me with this? That we may or may not watch in a relatively Yay. quick amount of time. Shush. Just stop. I, I did. Oh, thanks. <laughs> You can find us on SlaughterhousePrincess.com. You can email us at SlaughterhousePrincessPodcast at gmail.com. If you go to that SlaughterhousePrincess.com, you'll see that we're on the Facebook, in the Twitter, in the Reddit, in the Stitcher, in the iTunes, in the Google Play, in the Spotify, in the iHeartRadio, and uh, YouTube, iTunes. Discord stored patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com. That's not one spot, mind you. Can't go to the Patreon Discord store. Those aren't real. <laughs> I think that's all of them. I'm just going to end it real weird. Cool. So come back for Mayhem next time. If you'd like. And while other podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye.
Wait. <laughs> what? That's slightly confusing. Are you asking me if I'm ready to go and I am Meat Whistle, or are you asking me if I'm ready to go Meat Whistle as a verb? 